This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Tunes enjoying the program, the content on AMI Audio as our show marches on. We appreciate you being with us. You check us out on TV in Canada. You're finding us on AMI-TV. We do it live from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, repeats on both networks at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Ramya Muth and Kelly McDonald, we're the hosts of the show. And we, on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, visit with our community reporters. Today, we're going to find out about some things going on out in Vancouver. Carol April joins us. Carol, welcome back to the show and a lot on the plate today to get to. Great to be here, Kelly. Thank you. Let's start with Vancouver Public Library, new accessible services programming. Yay, we love this. Yeah, you know, the Vancouver Public Library downtown branch is a beautiful building. It's actually based on the Roman Coliseum. It's a gorgeous Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. And it's a bright, airy, spacious, inviting space. And I used to go there all the time before covid and then after COVID, I kind of stopped going to the library. But then last summer, the Accessible Services Program gave me a call at home and said, you know, we're going to upgrade your card. We're sending you a new card, and there's all kinds of new services. Well, I finally got down there, and it turns out in the month of February, there's so much new programming going on. But also, they have upgraded the Accessible Services Department so that it's right inside the library. It used to be outside, hard to get to. Now it's right there on level three. You can still get a free Victor reader, as I have, when I need to listen to things on daily. Yeah. But they also have this dedicated monitor that you can use. They have enlarged type. There's an Optilec magnifier as well. And Monday to Friday, 10 to 5, there is a dedicated staff person in the stacks to help you find whatever book or title or dvd you wish to check out and these are you know mp3 audio titles um so anyway i was just impressed i was so yeah. happy to be back there and they also are offering programs like i joined a bookshare group called nice. beyond the cover which oh. is a disability literature i thought roma that might interest you too to know absolutely um, and this is led by two people from the accessibility staff there. So they pick titles and then there's a group of people and we all share about the literature. So anyway, I just want to put in a plug for the wonderful services at Vancouver Public Library going on in the month of February, all month long. And the CNIB is even doing something there this Thursday. They're doing um, 90 minute one-on-one assess- accessible technology, like work on your phone sessions. So, you know, it's a public hub. Libraries are supposed to be that, but I think the Vancouver Public Library is really coming through. Mm, They're going beyond. That sounds wonderful. And it's so nice. What a nice place. And I love that you got that call because I'm sure during COVID, so many people changed their habits and now they're trying to change it back. But a library is what it's supposed to be, just like a community centre, a community meeting place. Yeah, exactly. And that's how it feels to be in there. And the staff is so helpful and warm. And, you know, going to the library as a student, I remember this feeling. You go there thinking you're going to get one thing. 
But you walk yes. out learning yeah. so many different things and kind of picking, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's a wonderful thing of, of because there's so much. I would always find it even overwhelming, not just that place you had to shh, be quiet because this sounds even so much more inviting. But I love the fact there's people to help to support the days of, well, you know, this machine is here, but hopefully you know how to work and none of us on staff right here now know how to. It was put in here for your use. So hopefully you know how to work it. And I love that they go that extra mile. Beautiful, Carol. Thank you. Carol. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say right next door to the library is Chinatown. There you go. And that's ah. our transition into topic two, because Lunar Fest <laughs> is happening and it's the year of the dragon, which I only found out about this morning. Well, Rami, we need to find out what you are. Um, I'm everybody... a rooster. I'm okay, not a dragon. I know that much. Yeah. Well, you know, Chinatown is beautiful here in Vancouver. And in fact, the Lunar New Year is something that really you feel like the whole city is celebrating. Mm -hmm. And it starts on February 9th, that's New Year's Eve. And February 10th is the, the big parade and the big day. But I was just thinking as I was down there, there are so many different ways to celebrate Chinese New Year. Um, you can go to the big parade with thousands of people, but I don't really like the crowds that much. So mm. I tried to think what else is there to do to celebrate Chinese New Year. So it turns out that there's a beautiful garden down there called the Dr. Sun Yat-sen Historic Garden. And actually it's sort of a place, it's a walled in structure that was created in the style of these 15th century scholars gardens. And it's very accessible. The paths are even. And on February the 11th, it's a Sunday, they're having an all-day Lunar New Year celebration of the Year of the Dragon. There's the dragon right there. And they're having a tea ceremony, and they're having music, and they're having food items and, and lectures sort of about Year of the Dragon. That's ah. one way you could learn out more about that. That sounds lovely. And it's still an in-person thing. So it's not necessarily the giant main event, as you said, if you're not necessarily into that, but it's a kind of low-key way of spending it and still very educational. Yeah, very much so. Mm. And and beautiful and enjoyable. There's also a free concert at the Orpheum Theater. Uh, that's on the 13th. And that's marking the Lunar New Year. And um, then there's the stay-at-home option. So out here in Richmond and Vancouver, we have so many great Chinese restaurants and they've specialized now in being able to do dim sum and dumplings that are actually takeout items. My husband said, oh, I don't think that would be very good. Yeah. But I, I have heard that they've really improved on their like takeout and to go options. Okay. So yeah. anyway, you can put on your red shirt like I did today and uh and order some dumplings to celebrate the year of the dragon <laughs> but the tea yeah, ceremony think... sounds really cool though on the 11th oh that's so beautiful and so interesting you mm. know there's there's reasons that they do that the way they do it and it's so good to hear from the experts about things like that i think people get so used to it when it comes to the dim sum by the way it coming to the table and just kind of getting what you get and that kind of thing so i can understand even the feel that your husband might be like it just won't feel the same 
Daryl, let's move into your third topic because you've got a really interesting conversation here and we've got some audio to, to uh, go along with this. CNIB online discussion for Sight Unseen. Um, this show is set in Vancouver and detective who is blind, a young detective. Um, let's play a little clip before we get into your conversation about this where she is finding out from the doctor about um, clinic, about her being clinically blind. I'm afraid it's conclusive. There's an enlarging scotoma in your right eye. You said I would keep my vision. Lieber's neuropathy is unpredictable. Well, how long? Given the state of your left eye, a few weeks or so, maybe more. I, I, I don't understand. I can still see. And you'll always be able to see something. Lights, shadows, a test. I want to be absolutely clear with you. You're already clinically blind. You know, one of the things I like about that clip, as I listen to it, it's the way I would imagine you being told and how, yes, I can hear the doctor sort of, but I'm like dreaming. I'm I'm not here. I'm not believing this. This can't be happening kind of feel. Carol, I'll let you pick up the ball here because this is something you're interested in bringing to the table uh, for us to chat about and inform others who want to talk about it. Yes, well, it is set in Vancouver. It was filmed here last fall in summer, I believe. And it's, you know, the first ever blind detective story, blind cop drama on, on major television. So uh, I find the issues about it very interesting, particularly about disclosure. But there are many issues to discuss, and they're being discussed by a CNIB program called In the Picture, and it goes on alternate Wednesdays. And last week was the first one I attended. I think there were about 30 of us on the call from all over Canada. And I think what's interesting about when something gets on major television, um, it creates a new level of conversation among everyone in the country. And on this call, of course, we were all people, clients of the CNIB, but many of us discussed how watching with our family and friends it opened up the door to a different level of discussion where whether the things being depicted are entirely your situation or even if they're 100% spot on accurate, that's a whole other topic. Mm. Uh, it does prompt a level of discussion that otherwise might not be happening. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Have you guys seen it? No, I've seen only clips. I've not watched yeah. it. And I think also, Carol, one of the things I always find interesting is of course we put ourselves in it, you know? So you watch it with our John Desai of, hey, look, look, there better be accuracy and, and, and all that. But there are times your accuracy, your experience, Rum's experience is gonna be different than mine and the next person. So I always say to people, we gotta take it with a grain of salt because it doesn't mean, and especially when the place, you know, put something in a certain time frame, a certain venue, um, we get that. I'm curious here, let's take a little moment to play this other clip we have, and this kind of brings a little more closer to something we talk about on the show, our, our Be My Eyes app or any of the assistant apps. Here she's using an Eyes Up app with another person um, on the line talking to her to help her make her way through the office. Take a listen, folks. Look, just get me to interview three. It's around the corner. Be your right. Go straight, nine paces. To your right. Nod and smile. Turn right. The door is directly ahead, four paces. Here's the door. Two o'clock. Avery, 
You gonna stay away? I'm gonna call. You don't like him? Yeah, I got that. You ever say that to your eyes? Uh, <laughs> be my eyes? Yeah. Or look and smile and I don't like him. Yeah, got that kind of impression. Carol, do you, before we close off and run out of time, any more comments you have about this and your experience with the program so far and the group? Well, it's on tonight. I want to mention that. So Monday night, 10 p.m. is when it airs. You know, I think about the Eyes Up app. It may be that people have issues with that, but I do want to point out that one of the creators of this show does have a visual impairment. And I'm told that, and so does the actress who's playing that detective. So the fact is that they have done their homework to some degree, and I really applaud them for doing that research and bringing some care and consideration to the depiction, because I do think that that level of respect and interest comes through in general in the spirit of the show. And um, well, I, I'll just be interested to know what you both think about it in, in the time to come. Awesome, Carol. Well, I know they've been around getting consulting. I know they came to AMI. I've heard that through the grapevine. Um, so really wonderful on them. Fedora's off them for, for trying to do the, the things that should be done to try to portray as accurate as possible, but also make it fun. And I like the sense of humor because there's a lot to laugh at. It sounds like a, a fun show. We'll talk to you down the road about it and so much more, Carol. Thank you. Great. Thank you. That was our community reporter from Vancouver, Carol Yeppel, joining us. We talk to our community reporters Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. They join us once a month from their locations to fill us in on things going on in their area. Up next on the program, during our CNIB Smart Life segment, we talk about the Come to Work program and the Accommodating Your World series. I think I said it right, Rum. And the Accommodating Your World series. So let's get into that series of events there after this. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.